Welcome to Everything Scary. My name is Lynn, and I'm here with my co-host, local celebrity. <clears throat> sorry, sorry, international celebrity. Thank you. Matt McLean. Hello, hello. <laughs> Every Tuesday, we release a new episode, mostly true crime, but we've also been known to cover a pandemic, a haunting, a super mad, super strong chimpanzee. We'll cover anything and everything scary. Please rate us five stars and join us on Instagram at Everything Scary Pod. Here we go. So. I was clearing my throat and had a little burp ski. My apologies. It was not little. I know. It was very big because <laughs> I was drinking Dr. Pepper Zero. You're welcome. Thank you, by the way. And Terrific. candy. Jolly Rancher candy. It's like you're kidding it. Terrific. Oh, I love it. Mom and dad are gone. <laughs> this is like the coolest. And we're going to talk about the case that no one wanted me to talk about. Well, part yeah, three. <laughs> Gypsy Rose. Yeah. Like I am. Um, I was thinking the other day. I was like, huh. Because I was already about 90% done on my research mm-hmm. when I decided to take a poll. And then everybody was like, please don't give us any Gypsy Rose stuff because we've heard enough about it. And I was like, hey. <laughs> Do you want three episodes? Is that what that means? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, like, I accidentally released, like, our Patreon just discussion. Mm-hmm. Everybody was so confused, by the way. Oh, it was just, really? Like, yeah. On the actual feed? Or yeah, the, on yeah, the actual feed. Amazing. And I didn't even, Chris is like, hey, it. do you maybe think you should check that? And I was like, we're good. Yeah, don't worry, Chris. What do you know? And then I was going to write up He's part like the two. the editor listens to everything. Yeah, right. What does he know? And then I was going to do a part two when I was, like, sitting there. I was like, I'll throw it on so that I can kind of get the gist of where I left off. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, huh. Well, this doesn't feel recent. (laughs) Not a lot of facts on this one, eh? I love it. So, yeah. Everybody was like, no, please don't. Uh, 75% of people actually in our Patreon Facebook group said, you know what? We've heard enough. And I was like, no, you haven't. You know, (laughs) I just love that, you know, a lot of podcasts will ask their listeners what they want and give it to them. But Uh you know what? I say fuck you. And you agree. (laughs) Fuck you, listener. Um, fuck you for hey, listening. Do you know what? what? You don't want one episode? Uh, I'll give you fucking three. How does that sound? Oh, yeah, that's right. There's a two-parter that our bullshit talk. <laughs> Next week, it's just going to be us like, Sam, remember when we dropped those three episodes that nobody wanted to listen to? Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> but actually, you know what? I'm oh. going to say this, and mm. like not to toot my own horn, mm. because I clearly got this information from somewhere, and most of that information came from... The Prison Confessions of Gypsy Rose. Have oh, you seen that one? No. You just, you let everything, you're like, the act, that's all there was. I think the act Patricia is it Arquette. for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The act, uh, maybe a little bit of the news. That's about it. Yeah. Just no, the D it, is fire. And then you were like, okay, I know all I need to know. Yeah. That, I mean, we're happy for her, right? That she's in this relationship. Yep, yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's hop into it. Okay. Now, I will tell you that Mm. I did part one. And then instead of starting an entirely new Word document, I just added on to part one with part two. And now I'm scrolling looking for said part. Oh, (laughs) nice. Well, um, off or before we started the pod, Mm -hmm. we were talking about your obsession with the housewives. Okay. And how they're all on Ozempic. Yes. And I think, like, you look at every, like, any award show, everybody is on Ozempic. It's just, like, what I feel like, it's just bobbleheads. Yeah. And, like, the housewives are just, they're all lips and eyelashes on top of a neck bone. What is that? Is it head fat's the hardest fat, or is it the neck gets so skinny? Do you think it's natural fat that's in their face, or do you maybe think it's fillers? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, you can't lose plastic. I mean, you can, but it's like a injection <laughs> to make so you lose dang. it. <laughs> I did Ozempic for a month, and here's the thing. It okay. gives you me two side effects. <laughs> okay. 
uh, constipation and diarrhea. So you really are each end of the poop spectrum. But like, it's not like it's not like okay, like like you know, like Katrina, like her nature, <laughs> like the levee broke and then all hell. Like so, it was. It's not like that. It's not like a constipation football and then diarrhea is behind it. It's either or. But like you but like never how know. Long, how long does each spell last for? Because I don't think that like constipation, you have to, but that's got to be like what, at least like five or six days before you can consider to be constipation. Okay. Sorry. I misspoke. Okay. Not legit constipation. I'm talking like a four dayer. I don't think I went five and like you're a, oh no, near C section. Never mind. You oh, don't okay. know what this was like. No. <laughs> you don't okay. know what, what having a big, birthing a big poop is like. <laughs> It, it sounds uh, lovely, though. I wish I could have had it C-sectioned enemy. I I will say. <laughs> no wonder. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. Congratulations. <laughs> Your take mom's him. in there just crying. Take him. I can't lift anything for the next four weeks. <laughs> that's disgusting. I don't even know how we got here. Like, and that's all. Like, you look at Oprah. I just, she goes on all these hikes with Does Gail. Does she go on Ozempic, like, though? I, a hundred, a, a thousand percent. I don't know. Percent. To me, o- Oprah's like a, a naturalist. Like, I just don't think. No. Oprah is vain at the core. Really? A, a thousand percent. I think that, uh, allegedly, um, yeah, for you sure. You can allegedly say something or you can think something. You don't You, you don't have to allegedly think something. <laughs> mm, I'm just really allegedly trying to cover what I think is my ass. Yeah, I don't know if Oprah's after us. I, okay, She's I'll, like, I'm taking him down. I'll float, a, <laughs> I'll float a conspiracy. I think Oprah's got a little money involved with uh, Ozempi and all of these uh, injections and stuff. I love your theories. Thank you. It was like when you told me that there was more serial killers now than ever before. I'm like, who's dying? You're like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But what don't you think? <laughs> no, I don't. No? That's why I think it's crazy. Okay, one more question with Oprah. Do you think she's just constantly shitting her pants because she's on Ozempic? So much. Do you know what? I would rather think of Oprah as kind of like um, like the way I think of Taylor Swift. They don't okay. do bathroom like stuff. Yeah, I got you. They just kind of like have mother. this angelic. I don't yes. like it when people call Taylor mother because that's fucking weird. Really? Why is it? I like it. You like it? Yeah. I think it's like... Uh, it makes her sound like she's like a thousand and she should be sitting on a log singing to a bunch of little weird hippie children. That's what I think of. Ugh, I like the log I, visual. I think it's more like... As mother, like, I think of mother. You are teaching us all. No, I think of her like, like Mother God from yes. fucking. Oh my God, yes, from that. Yeah, fucking what, what is cult? That's a Amy that's from the best. something has won. That is the best. See, no, I don't like it because that's what I. Taylor's an angel. She's uh, a little earth angel, and she should be treated as such. Yeah, well, if anybody can do a cult up, it's going to be Tay. Fuck, I'm in it. Yeah, that's sign a good me point. up. Where do I get my tattoo <laughs> on my face? I'll fucking do it. <laughs> My kid's all in too. She's like, okay, mom. She's like, she's reading books. It's a Taylor Swift book. And she's Mm -hmm. like, "Um, Taylor said, they said that like when she gets fan mail, she reads every single letter and she hand writes it back. And like, there'll be like a water paint. Sometimes she'll include like one of her paintings. Uh I said, I think ever since the years to her though, Olivia, like, I think she's getting, she's like, yeah, she's, they said she'd get thousands of letters. I'm like, I think she's getting more than thousands of letters at this point. And she comes in my room and she's made a bracelet. She's like, this is going to catch her eye. I'm like, you're totally the only one doing that. You nailed it. And then she was like, I was like, okay, so like, let's send this. And she goes, I'm going to tape the bracelet to the outside of the envelope. I'm like, that's your fucking, these ideas are coming like fire. (laughs) Amazing. That is, she better be careful because that landed her Travis Kelsey. So she might, that might (laughs) be the thing. 
Did you see her little friggin' bracelet, though, that he bought her the diamond bracelet and it says TNT on it? No. Do you know what TNT stands for? Uh, Turner Network Television? Yes. Yes. That, is it because they aired so much wrestling in the nineties? Everybody loves is that wrestling. Why they love it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Did you see him with the wrestling belt on um, at the no. nightclub? She, her, can I talk about Mother's butt for a second? Her rear end rubbed up against a WWE title belt at the after. Are you jealous for the Super of Bowl. the belt or her butt? I okay. Listen, phenomenal question. Like <laughs> sixty forty, her butt. Sixty, you're- but forty the belt. Like, I'm jealous that she you got to touch. You want to put your ass on the belt before you want to put your ass on her ass. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's more that we need to unpack here that we just simply don't have time for. <laughs> so let's get into something that's going to make me sound a little more normal. <laughs> Munchausen oh by proxy. Keep the belt away from Matt's ass because he's going to be rubbing up on it like a cat. <laughs> uh, can I ask you one thing? Is it to borrow money again? Because yes. I have to say no. <laughs> would you, if I gave you this little piece of paper, uh, would you put your gum into it? Oh, Oh, please don't. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm dying. You're not going to clone me with this, are you? (laughs) Yes. Yes, I am. Are you going to put your butt on my gum? (laughs) Okay. All the people that fucking hate listening to us talk for any more than 14 seconds are tuning out right about now. Yeah. Oh, my God. She's chewing gum, and he's just rubbing his ass on everything. (laughs) This is the fucking worst podcast we've ever heard. I'm already lost. Does he want to be on Taylor's ass or the wrestling belt? (laughs) I'm not even sure what he's into. (laughs) What does he want to do? Uh, Okay. Yeah. Gypsy. Gypsy. Number two. Episode three, technically, because fuck, when you guys say you don't want something, I fucking go hard. We say F you. (laughs) So when we left off, Mm -hmm. uh, Gypsy and Dee Dee had escaped danger during uh, Hurricane Katrina in 2005. Habitat for Humanity had fixed up a cute little home in Springfield, Missouri. Missouri. Um, Don't they have cute accents in Missouri? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Like, I do. Uh, like Cause, Kitty from... Because there's like uh, Missouri, and then if you're really down there, Missouri. Is it Don't you know? Uh, I think, no, I think, that, I think that's Minnesota, like uh, Wisconsin, like Midwest. Like, oh yeah. Oh, Bobby, don't you know? Oh, don't you know? Oh, okay. yeah. So, you know, they had made everything about the house tailored to Gypsy and her wheelchair. Uh, by this point, Gypsy's father, Rod, had remarried a woman that he had gone to high school with. Her name was Christy. And before they had moved in together, or sorry, yeah, before Christy and Rod had moved in together, Dee Dee actually worked with Christy. Are they still together? Yeah. And yeah, she's she was in one of those photos. Fantastic. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So Christy would say that Dee Dee was very sweet and friendly towards her until she found out that Christy was with her ex-husband, uh, and then she became very cold and unfriendly, which, mm. I mean, it's not super. Yeah, I mean, you know. It is what it yeah, is. Yeah, I'm pretty shallow <laughs> and immature. <laughs> Spoiler alert, lady. <laughs> you give Taylor Swift attitude because she's about to put her ass on a belt. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah. oh, where's your belt? <laughs> oh, must be nice. Mother. <laughs> Mother. So, um, a few months after the hurricane, Dee Dee and Gypsy would relocate, and, you know, Dee Dee didn't think to call Gypsy's father, because why would you, you know? Oh, yeah, like, um, you know, because the law probably or maybe just the decent thing to do would be letting her father know where she is. I mean, she doesn't really confine herself with, like, decent things. Like, she's not, like, a prisoner to the decent things in life. <laughs> she's good. not like, I'm not just, I'm not out here to please. You freeze her up for other <laughs> activities. Yeah, exactly. Like, all this stuff. 
that I'm about to tell you about that oh. you begged me not to. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, they had moved 11 hours away and they planned on staying there. So Rod said that he missed Gypsy very dearly, but he thought Dee Dee took excellent care of her. You know, she was a nurse's aide and she was a great mother, especially considering all these ailments that this poor little girl had. And everybody was just like, oh, she's so attentive. She quit her job. She just loves her. She just is the best mom ever. Could you imagine? Like, I wonder, I would love to know, like, because I saw like a news report, right, of them and like, oh, I love this house and it's great to have my own. And like, I would love to know what those. Like, those. Yes, that's a, oh my god! <laughs> I can't even look at you. You look like a doll that's come to life. It's hot, right? <laughs> <laughs> but like, you think those reporters and stuff are like, like they feel bad now? Like they regret that? Obviously, they would have to if they're like, look at this beautiful. I mean, I don't think that the reporters are where we should point the finger. There's no, I don't. A bunch I'm, I'm not blaming. That no, we should I don't. Like, hey, you guys maybe had no, a little bit of. I am not blaming. <laughs> you had a little more information yes. than the reporters. Yes. I mean, are they, do they feel dumb, do you think, and like duped? I guess everybody would feel duped. I mean, her father. Yeah. Would, you know, he thought that Didi was just doing the damn thing. But, you know, in part one, I also told you about some of Gypsy's illnesses and surgeries. According to her mother, Didi, Gypsy had, and hold on for the, all this, she had sleep apnea, she had epilepsy, uh, the anti-seizure medication caused her teeth to rot, and all but 16 teeth had to be extracted. Oh, God. That's she, the worst thing in the movie. Right? And that just hurts my heart so much when the mother, like, you've won, is, is it even that hard? You just one thing, just protect your kids. That's, that's, that's it. really it. That's, that's it. Maybe feed them. I mean, come on. That's a lot. Do you know how many meals they're supposed to eat every day? I don't know. crazy. Is it one? It's more. Less? I mean, it it really depends. It depends on how busy you are. (laughs) Because if you're looking at, like, true crime stuff, how much time do you really have? That is true. Pop-Tarts. Pop-Tarts for every meal. No, just my kids don't eat Pop-Tarts at all. Cold (laughs) Pop-Tarts. I went in the the cupboard the other day, and my husband had got Lucky Charms. And I was like, what kind of poison are you putting into these children? Nice. But... Then I ate it. <laughs> All sorts of red dyes. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. So, yeah. So, the teeth, all but 16, had to be extracted. She suffered from severe migraines. She had bad acid reflux, which resulted in a surgery where they removed some of the liner of her stomach to coat her esophagus. Oof. She had multiple eye surgeries because Dee Dee said that that also had something to do with her seizures. Uh, she just had, said it. Yeah, just she's just like, it. it's... That's what it is. Caesar's well, though. do you have her records? Uh, Katrina. Katrina took it all away. Fuck. Um, you know, she would have to have a feeding tube inserted directly into her stomach for feedings. And that's really like, to me, that's the scariest part. Because the at that control. point, y- you can put anything into that child. Mm-hmm. You can put bleach into them for all they know. They mm-hmm. don't taste any of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She would have to go through painful surgeries every six months to have the tube changed due to corrosion. Uh, she had muscular dystrophy that confined her to a wheelchair. She had excessive drooling, which was actually caused by her mother putting a topical numbing agent such as Orogel on her gums. But as a result, because, you know, she was telling the doctors that she had this crazy drooling problem. So she had to have her salivatory glands removed, which I'm sure also had an effect on her teeth rotting. She I'm had, actually kind of jealous of that one. Why do you drool? Yeah, no, getting my salivary gland. Uh, removed. I've been trying to get mine taken out for a few years. Why? 
I have stones oh. in my salivary gland or whatever it's called. Oh. Yeah, and they were going to take it out, and then COVID hit. It was a whole thing. But yeah, every once in a while, I'll get a stone, and it's like I've got <gasps> like a golf ball. Like a cyst. Under my... Oh my God, yeah. does it hurt? How does it make its way out? So the stone, it gets clogged and clogs up my saliva gland, and that duct then, the water gets stagnant and then gets infected, and then it swells up even more, and now my gland just fills with saliva and i've got to kind of work it and get the pressure painful it's extremely painful really i take like the what's the uh not oxycontin uh, there's another percocet percocet yeah i have that for my mouth really yeah like the most extreme crazy pill that you can get really seems like it would be a pretty fixable issue though you know what i mean Dee got these fucking glands removed just on her word. I thought it was just like a balloon that you could just pop or drain, but it's more like a honeycomb. Okay. Yeah, it's very complicated. Sorry. Wow. Yeah. No, don't be. That's okay. Fine, I won't be. Okay, well, back to our health lesson. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, like I said, that probably had another effect on her teeth rotting because she wasn't getting the enough saliva to break it down. Yeah, uh, she had terminal leukemia which naturally resulted in hair loss, or so her mother told her. And in order to keep it tidy, her mother, Dee Dee, would shave off her hair and her eyebrows. She had a mental delay, and Dee Dee would tell this to everyone, so that even if Gypsy tried to tell somebody something, it was kind of like, oh. It's okay. Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, you know, she, of course, had to pull her out of school at a very early age, because if Dee Dee herself would have not been around her, who knows? Maybe what if she ate a cracker one day in front of people and all hell broke loose? Yeah, right. Uh, so Dee Dee, you know, because she was the great, super attentive mom that she was, she also Ugh. took on the role of homeschool teacher. And, uh, you know, God forbid Gypsy show anyone that she could walk or eat and that would blow Gypsy or Dee Dee's <sighs> entire cover. And naturally, due to all of her illnesses and surgeries, Gypsy had been prescribed some pretty heavy-duty painkillers on top of it all. So, something that nobody really ever thinks of was that this child was also highly addicted to narcotics. No shit! Yes. I never even thought of that. Highly addicted. Oh, God. Like, to the point where, like, Dee Dee would give her pills regularly, and she would be addicted, and then she would have to withdraw with them when Dee Dee just didn't have any more left. Mm. Which I have never experienced a withdrawal, but I have heard that it's one of the most painful things that people have to go through when they're addicted to especially these like this mm -hmm. epidemic nowadays that with the opioids well you get literally sick from it right like I, I think just... that you get like you sweat and mm -hmm. you you know are nauseous and you have anxiety to like the nines like a lot of you i mean i've only really seen it and it ever depicted on tv but yeah, it's like same. you see these people like in cold sweats in their bed sure, and like yeah. i can't imagine it's and... much of a stretch considering so many people have actually experienced it yeah one thing that i did not mention in the first episode that definitely should be mentioned um not only has gypsy had to go through all of this but she was also sexually assaulted by Didi's Dee father her grandfather when she was nine. Oh, geez so is this before this is before katrina okay. so she i think that they had their own home when they were living with rod and then when they split up, Dee Dee maintained her own home for a little while, but then she moved in with her father and her stepmother. 
and he was sexually harassed or sexually Jesus. assaulting Gypsy. And they actually even got, I didn't document it, but uh, they got into like a really, really small motorbike accident. She was, Gypsy was riding with him and she like scraped her knee. Like it mm-hmm. was nothing. And then it was to the point where this is when Dee Dee started with the wheelchair and it, it was, oh, she turned it into accident. this explosion, but really it was just like a, a scraped knee. Okay, let me ask you a hypothetical, maybe a legitimate legal question. Okay, so, good. I'm here for legal advice. If the situation was a little different and, you know, her grandfather was molesting her and she had got her boyfriend to kill the grandfather, do you think that she would have served eight years in jail? Oh, dear. That's a that's a really hard call. To me, it's just, uh, it's two very, very, very different things. What do you think? I think that they are both incredibly evil things right we can uh, agree on that but uh, i i don't know i you know i (laughs) it's hard to say because to me um i i don't you know what i don't think so i think that something like munchausen by proxy is so un it's like it's mental health you can't see it it's Mm -hmm. not a broken arm with a cast on it whereas i think like sexual violence and stuff it's more prevalent and people see it and it's got more of an impact i think with people but i think and i you know what there's so many people out there that had the misfortune of having these experiences. So I mm-hmm. clearly cannot speak on any of that. I don't have the right to, I don't have the knowledge. I don't have the capacity for any of that, but I mean, gypsy was, she's going to, and you know what sexual, you'll have to deal with mental stuff later on, but like Gypsy's going to have to deal with the physical repercussions of the things that, you know, she posted that picture of herself in like a sports bra the other day. And she has that huge scar from where her feeding tube went mm-hmm. in. And like, that's what she said when she was with her husband, like to be able to get undressed in front of him. She's just covered in scars. Mm. Like she's like her body's like a, a landmass. Her mouth, her teeth. Yeah, everything. So, I mean, like, yes, I mean, they're they're both just so different. They're, I think, so awful, both so awful. And, and you're going to carry that trauma. Yeah, I don't know. There's just no way. It's hard to say a- what's worse because I start to say one or the other and then I'm like, but in the same breath, there's... Well, I don't know if you can judge what's worse, but like in my mind, I think of what a, a jury would look at as what's worse. Yeah. And I think that they're just going to see that, you know, sexual violence and, and you know, sexual molestation incest and mm-hmm. just say, I exonerate right away. Yeah. Like I, 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 I especially a nine year old. I mean, like what, what am I even talking about? It's any age, right? Yeah. Like I just, I, I don't know. It's all awful. Um, and it's kind of almost one of those things where you're like, how the fuck? Can this many things happen to this poor yeah, little really. kid? So in my yeah. mind too, I was like, maybe she's full of shit. Maybe this is like, maybe she didn't have this experience with her grandfather. But then in the confessions of Gypsy Rose, the grandfather's fucking interviewed. And he's like, oh, they they present him with this mm-hmm. finding. And he was like, well, you know, that's that's pretty weird that she would say that. And then he has the fucking audacity to go and say that she, as a child, Came on to him. Oh my god! And that she grabbed him in a sexual way, and like, he had to be like, "No, no, 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 no." Listen, I don't mean to laugh, but that is just that is laughable. It's the like, fucking what, craziest what thing. Loon. Like, I hate to say that I wish she was being dishonest, <laughs> but I, Jesus Christ, I, I kind of wish. Like when yeah, I saw him I say know. that, I was like, "Oh my god, that happened to her too!" And this yeah. fucking lunatic is—he's coming on the TV and saying. You know what? I'm going to sign a release. I feel comfortable saying that this fucking child came on to me. Mm -hmm. Okay, idiot. Why don't you go fucking drown yourself? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm not mad about that at all. No, no. No. Very Mm level-headed. You know, at this point, poor Gypsy is just 
living in total fucking captivity. Like, we're all upset about, you know, circuses and all that kind of stuff. And meanwhile, there's this little girl who can't even fucking get up and walk. Like, insanity. I'm still upset about circuses. Yeah, I know. I mean, again, it's peas and carrots, but like, at least they can fucking walk around. I know what you mean. I'm just fucking around. But <laughs> you're like, that is where I draw the fucking that line. Is <laughs> Smashes his mic and leaves. <laughs> I'm like, this is your house. <laughs> yeah. No, let me know when you're done. <laughs> Take the dog with you. So, you know, I like I said before, she has zero control over what Dee Dee's putting into this feeding tube. And I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say maybe not the most trustworthy person. Well, I will say this, um, as long as you listen to Dee Dee, you're going to get fed, no problem. I mean, now that is, you got to think that she's going to use that as a bargaining tool uh, and just, well, can you eat with the feeding tube? I don't think so. No, it's one or the other. I don't, I, I really, I, yeah. I don't know. But I did, I came across another case. Um, have you ever watched the show Web of Lies? Mm, no, I'm intrigued. It's probably one of my favorite like okay. reality shows. Not reality shows. Oh, <laughs> like, I was like, okay, I'm the intrigued. Kardashians are in it. Uh, <laughs> no, it's like one like the documentary kind of shows. Um, the mother, who in this case her name was Lacey Spears, and I kind of want to say her name because fuck her. Okay, but she uh, had a feeding tube in put into her little boy, and she would just put copious amounts of salt into him. Okay, and he kept. Going to the brink, like he was getting all the sodium poisoning, right? It's it shuts down oh, your organs. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I don't know. Well, think about it. If you're stranded on the guess, ocean, you can't drink yeah, of salt course, water. Of course. So she was. She wow. would just bring him to near death and then bring him back. And uh, she would go online and she would post all these things. And she called him Garnet the Great. And you know, she was so sympathetic as a as a. This great is a mom. Munchausen by proxy. Case? Yes, and wow. they actually the way they caught her was he was starting to feel better and he was in a hospital bed and the providers had started to kind of figure out what was happening because his sodium levels would be fucking insane. And it's like, well, he has a feeding tube. So let's figure what's going into him. Yeah. And she, on camera, they put a camera in the room. Oh, God. And on camera, she takes his feeding bag and goes to the washroom. And then she comes back and it's like this milky. And then when he ends up inevitably passing... Oh, shit. She calls one of the people in like her little community and she's like, discard all of the bags, all of his feeding bags that are in the house. And the person that she said that to was like, this is fucking weird. And they ended up taking it and it was just all like salt. all salt water. Wow. Right. That's crazy. I know. Uh, this is fascinating to it's me. Just, just it's such a weird. Proxy. Yeah. I just don't understand. It's the, now it goes against the number one rule of nature. Even mm-hmm. before, don't kill. It's protect your young. It's, right. you know, have your eggs, you know, grow into babies. Right. And know? like, even beyond that, even like, say I didn't have the emotional attachment to the, my kids that I have. Mm-hmm. What do I, like, what is the attention that it gets me to make my kids sick? I mm-hmm. just... I don't. No, it's crazy. We can't even understand. It's hard to even understand and to relate to it. I don't like. It's not a type of attention that I I would be feel validated from. Like if somebody was like, mm-hmm. "Oh my god, your kid's so sick," and like you're taking care of it. Yeah, I wouldn't be like, "Oh, that feels good. That that really feels yeah, good." Yeah, right. Like it doesn't feel like something that would help me in any mm-hmm. way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. 
But what do You're I like, know? Oh my God, more thoughts and prayers. Thank you so much. Oh my you God, so you much. guys stop. Uh, I'm blushing. Thoughts and prayers for the new ramp? Thank you. <laughs> That'll help build it. So, oh my God. you know, this brings me to my next point, And that is there's two different types. Okay, so now we don't call it much housing by proxy anymore. Oh yeah, what is it called again? It's called fictitious disorder imposed on another. Okay. So the reason that we're calling it that is because much housing by proxy sounds like it's something you're born with and it's something that you know you it's a sickness that you have mm. fictitious disorder imposed on another is uh it's fake and you're doing it to someone else right. <laughs> that's what that you're means if you break dick. it down so the one type is where the parents lying to people and they're saying oh you know this kid has this that and the other and they're like oh you poor thing but then there's the even more serious kind which is this lacy spears that i just told you about where you're actually making the symptoms making your kid sick right yeah. And I think Dee Dee kind of fell somewhere in between both of those because she wasn't actively poisoning Gypsy, but she was, you know, doing all these horrifically invasive surgeries. She did the Orgel thing on her gums. Mm -hmm. So it was, you know, she was producing a symptom. I think 100% she was killing her. I, I think it's. I do believe that. Whether it's salt in the feeding tube or having unnecessary, like anytime you have surgery, there is a risk. Right. Anytime you are put under, there is a risk. Oh, a thousand percent. And for her to submit her daughter to all of those unnecessary surgeries, every one of those, she's risking her, her There's There's life. even been like kids that have gone in for dental work and have not come out of the general anesthetic. Wow. And yeah. like a lot of people have an adverse reaction to a general anesthetic. So mm -hmm. for her to continually go under those things, like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And to have a piece of plastic inserted into your digestive system is like, that's, oh, can I you imagine? I I had that. Really? No, I had, is this our Patreon or the regular? It's feed? regular. I could clean it up. I had a, <laughs> I had a surgery where I had some hemorrhaging. And so they had to get a blood box, a drainer hooked up into me. Oh my god! And essentially, it's a tube. It's a box that's got a spring in it. It's under pressure, so it's constantly like sucking in, and a tube attached. And it's the tube is inside my my abdominal. Are you cavity. a bionic man? That is correct. <laughs> I remember the nurse, this lady, Linda Stinson. I, oh, I say Stinson. her name because I'll go. never ever forget her. She Do you was hate the, her? No, I love her. You kind of look like you hate I, her. I hated her and loved her at the same time. She just... I think that's your relationship with a lot of people. She, I feel like we have that relationship sometimes. <laughs> she was just one of those nurses, old school. Like, her ID was her with the paper hat. <laughs> like from the 60s graduation class. And then Matt found right? out that it was just a ghost. Just, just there to help him she through this hard time. She died in the ICU in the 1940s. <laughs> it was really, she wore high heels. It was a fucking nerdish thing. <laughs> she was like, she like didn't take any shit. Like I remember like, Most she's, like she's like, okay, today we're going we're gonna to make a pee. And I was like, oh no, I don't want to. And she's like, okay, well, I'm going to do my rounds. I'm going to come back with um, a catheter and a glass of water. And then you just make your own decision. So I'll be right back. <laughs> like this was her kind of like, listen, I'm going to give you what I know that you need. And so when I had the, the tube, she's like, we have to pull it she, out. I love the way that you think that she was just being like, this is what you need to do, Matt. She's like being encouraging. Meanwhile, she's like, I got to fucking get out of here by three. Oh, yeah. You're no, fucking busy. No, <laughs> <laughs> I like your wholesome take on it, though. You watch a lot of Hallmark. <laughs> uh, I do. I'm hooked on Hallmark. I'm like, how? I still come over. It's February. I'm like, how are you still fucking watching Christmas movies? <laughs> What's happening? I'll give a free plug. Pluto TV. <laughs> Uh, 365 Christmas. But real quick, so she went to pull the tube out of my body, and I was like, 
like, is it going to hurt? And she's like, no. And I was like, what does it feel like? She's like, like somebody's pulling a tube out, out of your body. And I was like, okay. She's like, three, two, one, take a deep breath. And I was like, okay. And she just pulled it. And it, it was like, it feels like your insides are coming on the outside. Oh, my God. My, I remember, thank God my dad doesn't listen to this podcast because he is unsupportive. <laughs> 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 he, he had to get a uh, colonoscopy. And nice. then when he was leaving, he's like, he's not, I wouldn't say a modest man, but he's in front of, he used to be a DJ and like he kind of had his little swag when mm-hmm. he was. And so the nurses were like these pretty young things. And she's like, well, Norm, we can't let you out of here until you give us a little fart. I know. <laughs> like, I, like, no. I, it's the worst. <laughs> I would feel like I was being punked. I would be like, are you seriously asking me to do a little fart for you? <laughs> What's and happening here? It is a little sexist because I'm like, but you're a lady. And she's like, yeah, but I'm also a nurse, so it doesn't matter. And I'm like, but if my mom finds out, like, I'm, what if... <laughs> My mom finds it when I farted in front of a lady. Like, you don't understand here. Okay, Matt, I love that you're going that route right now because I've heard you fart 70 times. Well, I You know. do leave, but yeah. it doesn't really make that big no, of an impact. No, I know. That's <laughs> what Cranberries wrote the song Linger about. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, I don't understand why people say that we fucking just deviate from the story they don't know they don't know guys at least hey they should like this at least they don't even like the story (laughs) at least they should like the deviations (laughs) there's four people listening and they're here for the what do you hate uh when you ramble and talk about gypsy rose boy do we have a podcast (laughs) for you say no more body humor get on in here (laughs) you like thinking about oprah taking and i fucking hate the cranberries (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay so yeah you know Dee, I know. you think that she was far on one side that she was definitely the mom that was inducing things yeah i think she was the devil yeah no she was definitely the devil i do um take that stance quite firmly actually but you know i don't think there is a limit to how far she would have taken things i think that if she was backed into a corner and she had to be believed it would have taken whatever she had to do i think it was a race between her life and Gypsy's life. But the only and problem I is she didn't realize she Gypsy was in a race. Won. She just thought she was going to kill her daughter eventually. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't know that she was in a race. Yes. So my point here is that, you know, Dee Dee did not truly believe that Gypsy was sick. Like a lot of people, I've heard a lot of people say that like, well, oh, maybe really? she thought she was getting ahead of some of these diagnoses. She had her, you know, she had a little bit of information. She had a little bit of knowledge. Mm-hmm. No. Dee Dee knew farewell that she was lying and deceiving people. Oh, wow. I thought it was going to be one of those, she, you lie so much that no. you believe it. When you're shaving your baby's head and her eyebrows, you know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> okay. All right. Listen. Okay. Good. Okay. Great point. <laughs> Jesus. That was so aggressive. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but. I know. I know. It's a good point. I understand now. <laughs> Are you scared of me? <laughs> I'll show you. Get over here. Bring your head over here. I thought it was me that was shaving my baby. I'm like, Clark, the dog? (laughs) (laughs) Shaving his eyebrows? (laughs) He does. He has sad eyebrows. I know. So, (laughs) one night after Dee Dee had gone to bed, Gypsy would sneak online and she would end up making a fake Facebook profile. Uh, Just something where she kind of had a little bit of contact with the outside world when her mom wasn't there fucking squeezing her hand. Oh, yeah. And all those fantasy convention folks. Well, here you go. 
So Gypsy would attend a sci-fi convention called the Vision Con. Mm. At one point, a man accidentally bumped into Gypsy, and he was all apologetic and like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. She's like, it's fine. Like, that's oh my God. totally okay. You know, she assured him that it was fine, and they went on their way. Now, this guy on his own, I think, is problematic. Oh. <laughs> but that's just my opinion, because he met what looked like a 12-year-old girl who was ill and in a wheelchair. Uh, at this point, her head was completely shaved off. Oh, yeah. And um, his name was Dan. He was 36. And he went home and he began searching for Gypsy on Facebook. In my opinion, this oh, man yeah. is likely... And again, I stress, in my opinion, mm -hmm. allegedly in my own opinion, <laughs> he is probably a predator. <laughs> yeah. How would you search? What would you type in? Kid in wheelchair <laughs> at Vision Con? Like, how would you? Yeah. Even like, yes. To throw those thoughts in Google should put you on a watch list. Every dog's but oh, the guy that was spying on us. I think data, this is good. I'm glad they have our data. This, they, should, they should step in. Be like, all right, listen, the Google search, it's a little much. You know, it's actually, you're fucking well within your rights to figure, like, I don't know how he did it. When Gypsy, when I watched the interview with her, she's like, and then he found my fake Facebook profile. And I was like, that's all the information we're getting on that, eh? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I, you know what? If I have to fabricate a situation... Maybe VisionCon posted things, but then Didi oh, would know. Yeah. No, Didi would know unless was Didi there? Yeah, Didi was there. Yeah, mm. but unless maybe they tagged Didi and Gypsies. Or maybe she's like, I have fake Facebook. He's like, what? <laughs> Sorry, I bumped you with my arm. Find me. What? I'll never forget you. <laughs> if it's meant to be. She's going to get a break. Oh yeah, why is she falling off a cliff? Yeah. No. <laughs> The parking room. <laughs> okay. So if anyone has any fucking information on how he found her. like uh, You know what? I, Keep it to yourself. I actually don't want to know. I love the fact that I'm telling a story and asking for people to get <laughs> Yeah. Hey, listen. If anyone has information on this story, <laughs> I would really appreciate it. Call it. Call us now. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think that he's a predator. You don't see a little girl and be like, and she's sick, as far as you know. And you're like, I would love love to hang out with her one-on-one. -on -one. I mean, listen, okay, I'll give you an exception. Maybe you got some bucks. You're like, you know what? I would like to... <laughs> this guy did not have bucks. ...make this kid's day and buy them whatever the fuck or something. A philanthropist or something. It's like, hey... I love it when people buy me a philanthropist. Hey, they're a fan <laughs> of the same book or something. I don't know. Or the same fantasy book. I don't think that, that they're no, not in yeah. the same... So if that's not age. the case, guess what? Weirdo. Yeah, you're fucking weird. Yeah. Dan. Damn. Um, so, you know, the two of them began to chat, and Gypsy would say that their conversation did have an underlying sexual flirtation to it. Oh, God. Woof, woof, woof. I, He's we, like, hey, those uh, wheelchair got brakes on it? Or, uh, <laughs> we always rolling. <laughs> oh, my God. Huh. I think just in my personal opinion, again, we should arrest Dan. Yes. We need to get eyes on this guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking stat. But, you know, poor Gypsy was very vulnerable. She was craving any kind of a, you know, outside conversation with literally anyone but Didi. Mm -hmm. And during the chats, he would reveal to her that he actually was on probation, which is great. No shit. Yeah. Huh. So, you know, <laughs> they decided that they were going to meet up, which should help probation, I think. Um, <laughs> he said that he could take her away from the prison that was her mother. And he told her that he had a farm in Arkansas and that he was going to be her savior and take her away. 
Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. She soon disclosed to him that she was able to walk. He was probably like, bummer. Uh, (laughs) And uh, this was the first person that... You okay? (laughs) Yeah, I just like, oh, I was really banking on the uh, non-escape thing. Yeah, on the fucking lock on your wheelchair. (laughs) Creepy fucking Dan. Dan. Um, So, you know, this was the first person that she ever told that she was able to walk to. Mm. And in February of 2011, Gypsy decided that it was time to put her escape into motion. Gypsy packed up some of her princess dresses. Obviously. uh Uh-huh. And stole some pain pills and cash. She wrote Dee Dee a note, and she actually explained to her in it that she knew she was 19, because Dee Dee had started convincing her that she was 15. She had changed her documentation to show that she was born in 1995 instead of 1991, Mm. and she had been slowly introducing the idea that Gypsy was uh, much younger than she believed herself to be. And the thing is, like, she's well within her faculties, but she's fucking high all the time. But legally, her age never changes. Well, legally, your age can't change. No, it can. Oh, you're talking about Natalia Grace, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, but that's fucking like, that's international. We're flying people over here from Russia. Like, that is nuts. That's, it's, I, but I don't think Natalia Grace knows how old she is. Like, she's like, yeah, that's true. I really don't think she does. So, they, so she was just trying, because they, they, with the Natalia Grace, I only bring that up because, Theory would be that Dee Dee would be reducing her age. So, you know, if you're under 18, you get more benefits Probably. or something like that. But if you're not doing that for the government, then legally, then you wouldn't get those benefits. That's She's just trying to convince her daughter that she's. Well, that's a good question. That's that's younger. a really good question, because I don't know if it would change when she I would assume it would change when you go to a different state. Right. Like, I just know that in Ontario, you get you know, different benefits than if you were in Alberta mm. or BC. Like, I don't, I don't know how and disability benefits way work. to keep somebody under your thumb. Cause they, you know, like, and, and this is kind of like a playful example, but just like, I'm, I'm 18, I'm an adult. Right. She never gets to that argument. But also she's been telling people, and I'm, I'm, I am going to repeat myself cause I know I have it in here, but she has been telling people for so long that She's going to die by the time she's she's five. She's going to die by the time she's 15. Oh, she's going to die by the time she's 20. She's moving the goal, yeah. So, right. you know, she's buying herself some time, but I think that regardless, the end result was going to be the same. I think that, yeah, Gypsy was a uh, death sentence. Mm-hmm. For sure. So Gypsy had decided that she was going to go meet this guy, and she actually hitchhiked in the middle of the night, and she ended up at Dan's friend's home. How the hell... Do you hitchhike in a wheelchair? She was walking with a wig on. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But have you noticed, have you seen pictures of her with her wig on? Mm, I Maybe the blonde wig? Yeah, the, the Cinderella It looks one. like a thing it's, from a costume shop. It's very, um, they're very clearly wigs. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, Dan was couch surfing at his buddy's house. <laughs> and this guy did not have a license to drive a car. He actually wasn't even allowed to leave the state because of all the probation. And uh, he was clearly, in my opinion, a predator. And within four hours of Gypsy leaving, um, Dee Dee showed up at that friend's house. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Awkward. Yeah. You just do the awkward turtle. Like, <laughs> and then you're just like... And she was sleeping in the bed with this 36-year-old. On the couch? I guess so. And the guy, the friend came in and he was like, "Uh, your mom's here. And and then Dee Dee was very 
kind in front of people. And she got Gypsy to go outside. And she was like, listen, like, you know, if you come home with me, I'll let you see him and blah, blah, blah. And then as soon as she got in the car, it was like a completely yeah. different ball game. Oh, I'm going to smash that computer. Oh, yeah. Uh, once home, Gypsy said that Dee Dee chained her to the bed as well as to herself. So she tied her to the bed and then she had a dog leash that attached her to Dee Dee so that if she moved, Dee Dee would feel it and wake up. And this was how she lived for two weeks. Uh, sometimes she would go without food for days at a time. She was finally able to slowly gain back some trust with Dee Dee. And then when she was, you know, gradually given her rights back, as limited as they had been in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, but after this, Gypsy claims that Dee Dee tried to do... So- okay, this is fucked up. This is another one of those things that I'm like, is this true? This one, they, you know... There isn't proof of, but the other there's two other things in this story that I'm like, is this fucking true? Mm-hmm. And both those things have been backed up. Okay. So as fucked up as this sounds, Dee Dee had tried to do some voodoo on her. Now remember she's from Louisiana, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. kind of like yeah, their thing. Yeah. And <laughs> it's it's deep in the roots. It's still practiced by a lot of people there today. Uh, and Gypsy had said that this voodoo. Fucking get this. Oh my god, her name's Gypsy. <laughs> and she's doing voodoo. Like, of course, the mom. <laughs> of course. So listen. So, and the cousin, too. After uh, when I was watching all this, the cousin was like, Yeah, that was totally something Dee Dee would do. Like, she used to like try to put spells on people when she was younger and da da da. <laughs> but so this voodoo consisted of a picture of Dee Dee, a printed off Facebook picture of Dan, and then Dee Dee went out and she got a mason jar and a cow tongue from the butcher. And that was all placed in the mason jar. And then she just needed like a hint, just like a splashing of menstrual blood. Oh, God. No eye of newt? No, just Just uh, cow tongue, menstrual blood, two printed off photos. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm writing this down. Yeah. So, you know, then they buried it in the backyard. And Dee Dee just plain and simple told her that she'd never find love. And hopefully this doesn't turn out to be just one of the fucking worst treasure hunts mm. ever. Like, just some poor people are like, we should plant daffodils hey, in the backyard. Guess Is who, that a cow tongue? Guess who's getting a deck? <laughs> Mother of God! <laughs> Is that... Yep, that's menstrual blood for sure. Oh, my God. How... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know that smell anywhere. <laughs> That's cow tongue and menstrual blood, that isn't is it? cow tongue and Hun? menstrual blood. Hun, I need a sniff test for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, if that's not wild enough for you, this next part, uh, I bet you probably haven't heard until now. It until is, my coverage. It is wild enough for me. <laughs> it is. It you know, is. You know I'm tapping out. Uh, I'm t- <laughs> see you later. <laughs> I'm like, I make it sound like this is my exclusive coverage. Uh, yeah. It's actually just the documentary, well, like, uh, Confessions yeah. of J.C. Rose. <laughs> So um, this is another one that I thought was going to be alive, but there's actual medical documentation to back it up. So after her first runaway stint was thwarted, Gypsy decided that she was going to attempt to do it again, Uh, especially since, you know, the runaway, if possible, like things had gotten way worse than they were even before. Dee Dee was never outright physically abusive, like aside from the surgeries, but after she had attempted to run away, she was now hitting her. So, you know, she added that to her mother of the year. Yeah. She's losing control. She's she doesn't freaking like it. out. The meal ticket's uh, starting to get wise. That's right. At some point, Gypsy says she almost came to the realization that she would probably just have to wait for Dee Dee to naturally pass away. But who knew how long that was going to be? And she could very well waste away 
almost all of the best years of her life, mm-hmm. stuck in a wheelchair with blacked out windows so that nobody could see in. Dee Dee was also still going about bringing Gypsy to different appointments still. Like surgeries were getting booked, new medications were getting added. The most recent surgery at the time was one to fix her larynx so that her voice would not be so high-pitched. Oh, they didn't go through with that? Uh, they did. They showed a slice <laughs> of her neck like when she was talking about it. So I don't know if they diagnosed it. I don't know if it was a biopsy, what exactly happened. But, you know, in reality, it's proven that sometimes with traumatic things in childhood, uh, your vocal cords are somehow stunted. Dr. Drew actually said that he can even narrow down the age of the subject at the time that the trauma happened based on the pitch of their voice. I think in hindsight, yeah, the high pitch is better. You don't want like a, oh my God, I love that fire D. <laughs> oh no. You like, I love that fire D. <laughs> Shoot me with that fire D. Oh, no. He's like, come over here and get it. I'm like, you guys need to get in the same room yeah. and leave us out of this. They just sound the same now with their surgery. <laughs> come here and get it. Okay. Are you making fun of me? No. Are you making fun of me? <laughs> okay. So Gypsy said that she had packed a bag and she put it underneath the couch. She was going to try to run away again. And uh, of course, Dee Dee fucking not one to be outdone, noticed that there was a packed bag under the couch Uh-oh. and she confronted Gypsy and she told her that she knew she was going to try to run away again. And Gypsy said in that moment, she noticed that her mother's gun was sitting on the coffee table, which was out of the ordinary. Gypsy said that it was typically in a gun safe, but now here it was in front of her. She grabbed the gun, pointed it at Didi, and then shot it off as many times as it would oh, shoot. Oh my God. I have to tell you that when I first was watching this and it was like coming up after the commercial and she's like talking about shooting her mom and i'm like okay this is gonna be like a dream or something like i've never fucking heard this huge element to the story revelation your exclusive coverage is phenomenal it's crazy well i mean i got phenom girl boots on the ground is what i always say (laughs) if i'm not gonna do it who is But yeah, so it turns out, yeah, she did. She had a gun and she shot it off at Dee Dee. Like, did she get shot? Like, there's bullets in the gun and everything? Or A bunch of the shots hit Dee Dee, but the injuries were only superficial. And that was when she realized that it was only a BB gun. Oh, she probably called it a Dee Dee gun. (laughs) I'll show myself out uh, and I'm quitting the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And... Later on, at one of Gypsy's doctor's appointments, um, Dee Dee would tell them, and they would document it, that Gypsy had actually been put through a traumatic situation. When Dee Dee and Gypsy had gone to a Walmart around 9 p.m. one night, she had intended to go and get some groceries as well as money orders to pay the mortgage and electricity. Okay. Which instantly felt as though it was too much information for her to be giving the doctor. <laughs> yeah. Like, I needed lettuce. And then I thought to myself, do I have mayo? I had Miracle Whip, but I just didn't think I had helmets. And like, needed... we don't fucking need all that information, Dee Dee. And you don't have a mortgage. You what are you fucking talking money? about? Oh, yeah. It's your habitat <laughs> for humanity. And are you even paying the electricity, you liar? Yeah. You big fat liar who lies. Although, I do believe you have to pay for your house habitat for humanity. I think they hold the mortgage, though. Really? I think so. But and it's like a really flexible payment in Canada, I think. I'm like ninety percent sure. She didn't work. How would they It might be different in the States. Okay. Cause in the States you also get paid for like blood to donate blood. And semen. Well, I didn't want to say that because I have I have class. <laughs> I knew that though. Uh <laughs> You're like, why do you think I'm always in Florida? What are, yeah, the Royal <laughs> what, Rumble. What's with all these 
Why do they get blue eyed babies with big laughter? In Florida? <laughs> 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 they love wrestling. It's the they fucking love weirdest thing. Wrestling in Florida. <laughs> so, you know, they she was telling them she went to Walmart, she had to pay her fucking mortgage. But she said that she was approached by a man who was asking for her wallet. And of course, she had given it to him because, you know, Didi, mm. fucking compliant mm-hmm. to a fault. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he still proceeded to shoot her 10 times with an air pellet gun. Uh-uh. You know, she was able to explain it away. And in the documentary, they were saying, that, like, your subject, like the person that's getting you all this attention, you're like until you inevitably really hurt them. That's your focus. Like you can't she can't say gypsy shot her because then it's like. Why? Yeah, right? Yeah. Then they start asking all the questions. So, oh, my God. That's wild. Right? She was able to, you know, explain it away, and Gypsy didn't get in any trouble. And they bought it. Yeah, of course they Idiots. bought it. What do they think? This little bald girl in a wheelchair that has a feeding tube shot her mom? That's mm. fucking unlikely. Mm-hmm. So... The guy at Walmart. Give me your wallet. Thank you. Bang, 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 <laughs> bang, 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 air bang. pellet gun. <laughs> like, just don't spend your money on the air pellet gun and you wouldn't have to steal wallets. Yeah. And say it was a <laughs> bunch of people that each shot you twice instead of <laughs> one guy 10 times. <laughs> so, you know, Gypsy said that she felt relief that Dee Dee didn't die. She said that she did it and she wanted the end result to be the same, but like she didn't want to kill her mom. Mm. It was just... There didn't seem to be any other solution. Or yeah. Snaps. And so because she felt so bad and she, she said that instantly, like after she realized that it was just a BB gun, she was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to hurt you. And she fell back into that Bullshit. submissive role. Shit. I think she was out for blood. In the documentary, when her stepmom, Christy, is told that Gypsy had tried to shoot her mom, Christy's response was good for her. <laughs> she doesn't shoot all her moms, though, does she? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Wait, she's a mom shooter? <laughs> It's funny because <laughs> in this documentary, it was actually, they stopped filming it the day before she went into her parole hearing. So she went in for her parole hearing on December 9th of 2021. So mm-hmm. like Christy and Rod and all them, they still hadn't really been together in anything that was, you know, not supervised. Like they had mm. seen Gypsy, they had spoken with her over the phone and stuff like that. But she still had a whole bunch of things that she wanted to tell them that she had never said over the phone and all well, things that were monitored. monitored. Yeah, exactly. right. So, um, oh, geez, keeping all that stuff in that is not healthy. Oh, god, no. And so now we come to the part of the story where Nicholas Go to John comes in. <laughs> Gypsy had stolen her mother's laptop, and every night Dee Dee would take a sleeping pill. And when she was in a deep sleep, Gypsy would log onto her fake Facebook profile and she would talk to her neighbor, who was a teenager, and her name was Aaliyah. She would tell her about being lonely and overprotected, and Aaliyah suggested maybe joining. Christian dating for free.com and she could see if she could find herself someone nice to chat with. Hmm. And that's what she did. In October of 2012, she ended up striking up a conversation with Nick Godejohn. They quickly became online boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> and Gypsy actually received a message from one of Nick's exes saying to be careful because he was very violent. Uh-oh. Gypsy said she ignored the message and assumed that it was just, you know, an ex being shady, yeah, because he was such a catch. I don't know. Listen, I have dated literally a single digit number <laughs> of ladies in my life. Trust me, I know it. Jesse, I get it. I understand. <laughs> so, of course, she ignored this message, but uh, you know, Nick eventually did show her that he had a violent side. 
as well as a jealous and controlling side. One of the things that he would insist every night, he would want Gypsy to say one thing to him. And if she forgot, he would get really mad. Good night. I love you. I love and adore you, my King Charming. Oh, God. King Charming? That like, is even... better than Prince. It is. It is. And if that doesn't make you want to fucking <laughs> vomit for three days straight, I don't know what will. King Charming. What an asshole. <laughs> that's, that's it. I, you know what? Everything else he did, I'm okay with. This bullshit. It's Fuck that. <laughs> so he even told her, this is super cute, that he was a 500-year-old vampire. Oh, shit. Yeah, which I actually kind of found this strange because, well, not <laughs> kind of like outside of like, the normal. I actually, you know, I read this. I was like, that's kind of strange. <laughs> I'm like, I, I mean, like, 60-40 charming uh, is strange. <laughs> <laughs> I found it weird because here in Canada, um, in Medicine Hat, Alberta, actually, we had a case that was kind of similar. Oh. Jasmine Richardson. She and her older boyfriend conspired to kill her family when Jasmine was only 12. It is a horrific case, but all that to say that her boyfriend also claimed to be a super old werewolf. And I just found it ironic that in both cases, there was werewolves killing parents. Very interesting. Well, one was a vampire. Oh, I fucked up then, I guess. Yeah, well, vampires. It's still the same. It's Edward and Jacob. Exactly. They're in the same movie. (laughs) Twilight. It's same but different. Vampire. This is the same but different. Listen. Stop. Fucking get off my junk, guys. Same but different. <laughs> zombies. Vampires. Uh-huh. Uh, Dracula. Same kind of thing. Uh-huh. Zombies. Or is uh, vampires. Uh, put mummies in there. Okay. Of course. As well. Okay. They're all the same. Same but different. But you know what? Mummies are real. Yes, that is. Well, the, you know, not the alive ones. I mean, <laughs> have you ever ones. seen Night at the Museum? <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I won't discredit anything that fucking... St- ben Stiller that vehicle. Ben Stiller's Good call. Good call. <laughs> so, but as I'm sure you saw in the act, which is where you get all of your concrete all my information. gypsy source. Yep. Nicholas and Gypsy didn't lead with murder. Like, they first had wanted to make, you know... A meet cute at the movies, right? Yeah, you don't lead with murder. No, Everybody knows that. No, you're not just like, hey, what's up? Let's hey, murder people murder. today. So they wanted to, you know, arrange this cute little thing where like Nick is just there at mm. like a fucking children's movie by himself as a grown ass man. Mm. And then like he would just bump into them and they'd have like kind of fun Super conversation. Charming. Oh my god, I met the cutest boy. Yeah, and Dee Dee would be like, oh, that's totally normal that this fucking man is here by himself. Mm. And then he just wants to sit with us all of a sudden. Like, there's nothing weird about that. But, uh, you know, she would try to present this to Dee Dee very slowly so that Dee Dee didn't feel threatened by the relationship. And they would end up, you know, being able to be friends. Dee Dee would allow it. Maybe it could progress a little further. Mm, boy. So Bullshit. Nicholas took the bus from Wisconsin to Minnesota. That's your, uh, oh, hey there now. Oh, yeah, but I'm yeah. wrong. I'm, I'm, no, that's it. No, I, but that's not. We're going to Springfield, Missouri. I wrote in Minnesota because I was thinking about the accents. So oh. Wisconsin to Missouri. Okay. All right. So if I say Minnesota again, if you can just fucking clock me on I'll it. I'll say, look, lady. <laughs> Do you fucking know your ass from your elbow? Enough. <laughs> Do you know your ass from your elbow? <laughs> so I looked it up and it's an eight hour hard drive. So, like a 10-hour bus ride? Yeah, I would assume so. Barf. So Gypsy convinced her mother to take her to see the Cinderella movie. And while they were there, you know, they would bump into Nick Otajon. We should mention that he's also on the autism spectrum. And of course, in many cases, people on the spectrum tend 
you know, their social interactions don't go as fluid as, you know, mm. others sometimes. Yeah. And in this particular case, I think a grown-ass man walking up to these people on the best of days. It's an intimidating, awkward situation yeah. built on a foundation of lies. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and uh, Gypsy said that it was really, really awkward because he walked up and he just was really trying to shoot the shit about the weather. And he's like, hey, how about those clouds? <laughs> Boy, it's really wet with all the, the rain. He's just what? the world's worst meteorologist. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, you know, Dee Dee was very weary of him, but Gypsy still had these plans. Like, she was like, I am getting it in. Oh, my God. How dare you? <laughs> did they do SEX? They, they must tried. Have. They oh. tried. Things didn't pop up like you would think. They Whoa. Hot take. Mr. Uh, go to John's uh, soldiers uh, weren't standing no. at the old salute position. They were go to sleep. Oh, <laughs> you now you leave the pod. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> go to John's, go to sleep. <laughs> okay. So, um, you know, it didn't happen, but what they decided was they were just going to say it did. Like she wanted to lose her virginity to this individual. So mm -hmm. they were like, well, it didn't happen, but we're going to say it did happen. And okay. I'm not here to say that that's not, you can't do that. Like, I'm not a fucking doctor, so what do I know? Mm. So they said that, you know, he took her virginity, when in reality, it was just a bunch of... Like hand stuff. Fiddling, I would say. Oh, God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say fiddling. I can't, that's I how I think, envision it. I think two things. Either one, you are <laughs> a super <laughs> expert because you can play a fiddle, you can play a one-up. Or a guy knows dick all, he's just fiddling around down there like a mechanic doesn't really know what he's doing. So I don't know what it is. I'm in the undercarriage, I'm not... Oh, oh. boy, you. <laughs> I think it's leaking oil. Um, Get out of there. So, you know... This is what they decided that they were going to say. Now, they tried to arrange this whole meeting in the hopes that, you know, Dee Dee was going to allow the friendship. That didn't work. So at this point, it was like, well, she fucking hates your guts. Yeah. Um, what are we going to do? And then they were like, well, I think we got to do the murder stuff. Mm, okay. So they started. They were thinking, are we going to do arson? Are we going to do poisoning? Done. Ooh. And they- A lot of options. Yeah. So they landed on- stabbing because it wasn't loud it wasn't messy it um, didn't run the risk well i mean in that confined area it was but i mean like you know a big arson fire was going to be a, an issue a big yeah and then like they didn't want to shoot a gun because it would be too loud poisoning you ran the risk of it not working right so gypsy would go and steal a knife from walmart and Nick and Gypsy. Well, like, that's so stupid. Listen, you should never kill and get murder weapons. But, like, I'm sure in the kitchen you'll be fine. I don't know, man. Oh, no, maybe she didn't want one. Didn't want one to be identified as, as one from their house. That's fucking smarter than we are. Oh, my God. And she was in the wheelchair, so she could just... Whoop, Put it in, like, the... Yeah, nobody's just gonna... slide a roof. Yeah. So, Gypsy would later say that, yes, she did ask Nick to kill her mom. And a lot of people will say that Gypsy was the manipulator... Nick was this poor, unsuspecting guy. He's a bit delayed, and she roped him in. But I don't fully subscribe to that. I mean, Nick did, was violent. You said something last episode that the husband said about yes. Nick 
And mur- what is that again? So the husband said, yeah, you asked him to kill your mom. But if you asked me to kill your mom, I would say, we're not going to do that's that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> he still did it. Yeah. yeah like, that's right. You know, I would say there's a very, very small percentage of people that are like, that sounds mm-hmm. great, actually. Yeah. I'm in. You know what? Bingo bongo. Uh, Sign let's me do up it. For all of <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? If somebody said to me, like, should we murder this person? I would be like, I think we have other options. Right. Unless they're trying to take down your favorite Mexican restaurant. And then murder is probably the only option. I'm actually so mad right now. I can't continue. I was, with this it was a hypothetical. It was just a hypothetical. There was nothing. I was just trying to use it as. Why a, did you do that? I apologize. I was trying to was personalize really it for you. And I rude. crossed the line. Was... My apologies. <sighs> okay. Let's just try to get back to being professionals. So, you know, he was roped into Gypsy's scheme. But like I said, yeah, the husband said, like, no, we're not, we would not agree to that. I'm not going to subscribe to that idea. And he's like, I would quickly move on. Like, yeah. maybe we should contact the authorities. <laughs> yeah, maybe you, I think hey, we should see other people. I, <laughs> I'm going to throw this out there. Why don't you just stand up in front of someone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, Nick John was like, that sounds super great. If I was Didi, here's my end game. Okay. I would have gone to one of those evangelist preachers and been like, all right, we're going to, I need a little cut here. Because here's what I got for you. I got old Gypsy Rose Blanchard from the Habitat for Humanity house, and we can get her up and walking at your telethon here oh but let's talk let's talk cut and revenue let's talk coin yeah i'm sorry wouldn't that be an amazing exit strategy and i'm watching on fucking sunday mornings because there's nothing else on cable tv at that time and all of a sudden i see yeah i have been to the mountain top oh is that gypsy rose oh gypsy rose come on in here she wheeling in here She's walking out. She's wheeling and walking out. Wheeling and walking. Wheeling and walking. Oh, my God. Oh, Gypsy Almighty. (laughs) Almighty. You have missed your calling. I can feel it. No one can see you right now, but he is fucking raising the lords. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, Murphy, I felt like I should get up and walk. She has been healed. Uh, <laughs> some fine gentlemen in some lovely suits will be around with the collection plates. <laughs> so, not only did Nick, like, fully, he was like, this is the best idea I've ever heard. <laughs> he was also like, you know what else we should do? Okay. I just, see you. I I'm going to run yeah. with the idea that you just had. Why don't we? Love it. After, and keep in mind, neither of these two had cars. Good point. We're going to drop her body off in a farm. Yeah. The pigs are going to eat her, so there's going to be nothing left. All right. It's kind of a good idea, though. Except they don't have a fucking car. Right. Nor that is a very important part. <laughs> like, that's a, a big part of the equation. You know yep. what? If people don't drive, that's none of my fucking business. That's your life. Live it. But if you're going to transport a whole, whole ass person to a farm, mm. you shouldn't include other drivers. And with all due respect to the deceased and everything. Um, Not a lot is due. Not a ton is due. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. So, I mean, you're not going to be able to move her in like a Toyota Tercel. <laughs> you're going to need like, you know, like a, a 
Montana or like some sort of like a caravan <laughs> of some <laughs> sort. Your voice get really high when well, you don't know if you're being very, insulting. <laughs> it is very mean what I am saying. Well, I don't. I'm not exactly picking up what you're putting down. Do you mind elaborating a bit? Well, I just no, mean the logistics. <laughs> the logistics of moving a body is tough, right, and no. certain body types are harder to move than others. For sure. And I think that um, somebody of a larger body size is going to be a lot harder for two kids without a car. No, you know what? When you're right, you're right. So he also, <laughs> Nick also had this really fun idea where Love he was it. like, should I rape her? Will you stand right beside her? Jesus Christ. Yeah, and Gypsy was like, well, this fucking got weird hard pass yeah she's like okay i'm gonna have to take a step back from this relationship and she did she actually there was something else that he said that i'm not gonna bring up because it's too dark um i appreciate that yeah and you know what if that was the lighter thing that Mm -hmm. i just said yeah mm. that's so um yeah she did take a step back from the relationship and he ended up calling her and he's like whoa 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 whoa. he's like that was the vampire that wasn't me that was Victor, um, who was the 500-year-old vampire. Mm-hmm, uh-huh. mm-hmm. So she was like, well, as long as it was just a vampire. And he was like, no, totally. And she was like, okay, that's fine then. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, what you got? It's just like, well, because he had, like, who the hell did he use? He couldn't get home <laughs> when, like, this is not your scene, buddy. SEX is not for you. All right? <laughs> Just work on the basics. It's enough with the suggestions. <laughs> You've got an awful lot of ideas and you're not producing an awful lot yes. of ideas. Yes. The big idea. Okay, on paper, brilliant. Logistically, it's a nightmare. Oh god. Well, you know what? I didn't see you fucking coming up with it. <laughs> Gypsy's just sitting there. <laughs> I meant I didn't mean sitting there. I just meant like hanging there. That's awful. My apologies. So, so one of the things that didn't help Gypsy's case at all, believe it or not, was <laughs> that she had made a video for Nick. Uh, she would, you know, send him this video of the layout of their house so that like if he's entering and it's dark, he can okay, kind of navigate print. throughout sure. the home, right? Yeah. Now, let me just say this without right being ahead. rude. There's, I think I've said it all at this point. Yeah, so, you said Her fucking Dee's room was a goddamn nightmare. She, the woman had fucking clothing. And was just, she a hoarder? I, I don't know if it was a hoarder because it was like there wasn't like newspapers stacked up or anything. I think she was just a slob. Just a slob, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like her, not that like not everybody makes their beds, but like her bed was all like it looked dirty and then like her, she had clothing and just crap piled up like two and a half feet mm-hmm. against every wall. Like she had paths so she could walk into the room, but it was like, it was just piled up against every wall. It's a bit of hoarding. It's, it's not good. It's Brands not a good look. It might just, I don't think it's hoarding when you just pull off your clothes and then throw them on the, Olivia might be that person. Actually, my daughter, <laughs> she has to leave her bedroom. When she leaves her bedroom, she has to walk past her hamper. Yeah. But she will still get changed, drop her clothes where she is, and then leave her bedroom. I'm like, it's not even an extra step. She's like a dad in like the late 80s, just comes home, pants off, down in the chair. Yeah, yeah. Your daughter is like my dad. Your daughter (laughs) is a real Doug McClain. I've always said that. I have always said that. (laughs) So, you know. He would be able to see what was going on. But in this video, when she got to her mother's side of the bed, she showed him where Dee Dee usually sleeps. And then she does kind of like a stabbing motion. Yeah. 
Jeez. So that he knew what was supposed to transpire in that exact spot. But um, in this video, you can see that Didi was a hoarder. You know what? I'm not just going to drill that point home anymore because it's kind of rude at this point. <laughs> I don't know if it's that rude. So when Nick arrived in Springfield, it was June 10th of 2015. He instructed Gypsy to go into the bathroom and close the door. She tried to cover her ears uh, to stop from hearing everything that was happening. But she did hear Dee Dee wake up and then she heard her screaming and she was yelling for Gypsy to come and help her. Gypsy said that she heard one piercing scream at the end and then it was all over and it went silent. Oh, God. She said that she will never get the sound of her mother screaming for her out of her head. Now, I think that my stance on this case has been pretty clear. Like, I'm Team Gypsy. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine a child having to endure what she did. I know that there's people out there that's going to fucking disagree with me and say I'm awful for condoning. And what? Say what? Team Dee Dee? Not Team Dee Dee, but not Team Murder. Right. You well, know what I mean? Listen, I think that there, I said this earlier, there was, it's the she only, didn't have another option. New, well, they, and she, she did try. Like she tried, she tried to do this fucking meat cute with Nick. Yeah. She tried to escape twice. Like mm -hmm. she, she tried. She was going to get dragged back into it. Tried no to bust what. a cap in her ass. Well, she's, she's trying everything. Yeah. But one thing that I will say for the people who are not team gypsy mm -hmm. is that while I was watching her describe the killing of her mom, and she was crying and like hyperventilating crying. Mm -hmm. I zoomed right in on her eyes because it was on my phone. Creeper. And there's she, her eyes were watery, okay. but not a single tear hit her cheek. Like there is nothing spilling over. Is that what a crocodile tear is? I don't know what a it's crocodile just a tear fake, is. Uh, but I know that my kids, when they fake cry, yeah. when they go through the motion of crying, they will, their eyes will get watery. It's just like a, it, it's what happens. Really? But so you I, work like, yourself up. When you're really, really sad, I, I can't personally stop the tears from coming out of my eyes. Mm. So who knows? But uh, after the murder, Gypsy said that Nick raped her. He told her that because Gypsy. What? So she said that he told her because she had not allowed him to rape Dee Dee, she now owed him. She said that she told him to stop, and when he did not stop, she called out for her mother's help. Oh, God, that's so heartbreaking. Right? So they then took a taxi to the hotel where they stayed that night. The cab driver from the night remembered the couple. She said that Gypsy looked like she was 12, sounded like she was six, but spoke like she was 40. <laughs> Sounds like a locker combo. Right? So something worth remembering, too, is that Gypsy throughout all of this is high as a fucking kite. Right. So I um, keep forgetting that, that she's hooked on all these painkillers from all these surgeries. Right. And so, like, I just imagine that's very numbing for, yeah. like, her emotions. After all of that, they made their way back to Wisconsin, and they had made the decision to mail the knife that Nick used to kill Dee Dee back to his parents' <laughs> home, which is a weird fucking thing to do, I right? know. Um, once they were there, Nick told his parents that Gypsy had been kicked out of her home and would be staying with them. Gypsy had taken $5,000 out of Dee Dee's safe, which, to be fair, was probably intended for her anyways. Mm -hmm. Gypsy said that she was mortified when she saw Nicholas's bedroom because it looked like it belonged to a 15-year-old boy. 
he had a WWE comforter on his bed. Yeah, finally. I thought this guy was going to have zero redeeming qualities. You know what's so funny, too? It's like, obviously, she gave this interview while she was in jail, right? So she's like, oh, my God, like, he was such a fucking loser. He had this WWE. And then she probably, like, got out. She married her husband. She's like, hey, baby. And he's yeah. like, fucking WWE. I know. She's got, <laughs> she's like, like oh, can we not watch the confessions uh, of me? I <laughs> my confessions? love that they were at that AEW show, and I just think it's hilarious. You should see how mortified she was when she's talking about Nick Otajon, though. She's like, he had a wrestling competitor. And I think he's the husband. I think he's got something. I forget. Something to do with his car is wrestling. Either he's got a bumper sticker or a vanity plate I think I remember you telling me that. Something. I think it was a vanity plate. Yeah, it's something to do with wrestling. Or something. Oh, my God. I love this guy. So, you know, she began to wonder what she had gotten herself into. Four days after the murder, Gypsy said that all she wanted was for her mother's body to be found. Like, I can't imagine you're just sitting there fucking waiting for the ball to drop. And that was what led to her infamous Facebook post. Oh, right. So on June 14th, on the Facebook that Gypsy and Dee Dee shared, Idiots. The post popped up that said, the bitch is dead. After friends like hemmed and hawed over who could do this and what this could mean, many of them speculating that she'd probably just been hacked. They posted a comment and it said, I fucking slashed that fat pig and raped her sweet, innocent daughter. Her scream was so fucking loud. LOL. Jesus. That is a lot. So Kim and Dave Blanchard, who were friends of Dee Dee's and Gypsy's, but there was no relation. That's so confusing. I know. But I think that like there's that's a very common name out that way. It's very, yeah. I would think that it's a lot more common in like New Orleans because it sounds very French. Blanchelbe. Oh, this is my friend, uh, Mr. Blanchelbe. Very classe. Oh. Um, so, you know, there was no relation. They were concerned enough to go to their friend's house, see if they could spot the mother and daughter. Dave was able to get in through an unlocked window, and he did a quick run-through of the home. He uh -oh. noticed that all three of Gypsy's wheelchairs were there, which in itself was concerning enough because he'd never seen Gypsy without her chair. Mm. He left the house and called the police to have a welfare check done. And that was when Dee Dee was located, nearly decapitated, with 17 stab wounds. Oof. And now they needed to locate Gypsy. And naturally, one of those first steps in locating the person who made the Facebook post was, of course, to trace the IP address. They had to get a warrant for Facebook to release the information. And the very next day, on June the 15th, SWAT rushed into Nick's home and took the two into custody. Was she missing like was there a report like the yes, mother is dead yeah. and the daughter is missing mm -hmm, nobody mm -hmm. and people are concerned and there's like vigils and all that well it didn't it didn't it go long enough long for them yeah. there to be a vigil but yes there was like news it was like oh now we need to locate the disabled yeah. daughter who's suffering from leukemia so they've told her in interrogation that her mother was deceased did you, did you ever see that interrogation I don't think so. No. They're like, okay, so we're, I'm just going to tell you right now, like your mother is deceased and da, 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 and he just continues on. Mm -hmm. And Gypsy goes, wait, what? Oh my God. Like and then he's opera. like, yeah, your mother's deceased. And like, he keeps going. He doesn't stop to wait for her reaction. She's like, what? <laughs> it's just like, oh my God. But you know what? This fucking girl has acted for 19 years of her life mm -hmm. and she's 19. So Gypsy pled guilty. Now this is interesting. Gypsy pled guilty to second-degree murder, and she was given 10 years with the possibility of parole after eight and a half years. I don't like that move. You think it's too much? No. Uh, yeah, I think that she should have pled not guilty. I think that they're, you know, well, here's the thing. Gypsy had to plead, well, she, she took a deal. Yeah. And the reason she had to plead to second-degree murder is because 
in her state, accessory is not a charge. Oh. They do not have accessory to murder. Jack that. <laughs> so she had, to choose, she had to choose something. And it went with the, and that's what she said. She was like, if accessory was, uh, you know, an option, that's what she would have taken, but it wasn't a thing. Hmm. So Nick Go to John was given life without the possibility of parole, and Gypsy testified against him. She was fucking petrified. Did you ever watch her testify against him? I've only seen if it wasn't reacted in the uh, act. If it wasn't Patricia Arquette. If Patricia Arquette. So and, what did Patricia Arquette do? Like, did she really was, do these bad things and, to Joey King? <laughs> Joey King. That's. I was trying to think of a young girl. She's amazing. She's in that. so pretty too. Eh? I know. Yeah. So she was so fucking scared. Like it was palpable. How yeah. No shit. Nowadays, I find that she's just kind of like, okay, like this is what happened. But when you watched her in this, and it, she was 27, so it was fucking eight years mm-hmm. after this all happened. She was like shaking the mm-hmm. entire time. Like it was so sad almost to see how scared she was to be there. But uh, she testified against him and, you know, he was given life without the possibility. Now, one thing that's really sad is Gypsy said at this point, at, you know, the day before her parole hearing, the best day of her life in her entire however many years 33 years when she got out was the first day that she was imprisoned and she got her lunch and was able to go and sit at a picnic table mm. that was just have a so fucking liberating for her just have a meal on her own just to be able to oh, sit so and sad. walk outside you know what i mean like her prison at home is worse oh yeah what than about- the prison that they have known as yeah. prisons so Gypsy's parole hearing was on December 9th of 2021, which was attended by her stepmother, Christy. Her father, Rod, was halfway through a month-long fishing trip for work, and he was unable to attend, but Christy went as support, and she also spoke on Gypsy's behalf. Christy deserves a nice. fucking round yeah. of applause. Yeah, totally. She is a bad bitch, and she was fucking there for She's this kid. Bad bitch. She really is. Like, yeah. she was there for this kid for whatever. Like, mm-hmm. all she wanted to do, she said that, you know, the entire time that they thought Gypsy was so sick... All she, her and Rod wanted to do was go and visit her. And they would make these plans to drive fucking 12 hours and go visit Gypsy. And Dee Dee would call like 12 hours before mm. they were going to go. And she would cancel the plans all the time. But Christy was a ride or die. Like she was always, she's like, yeah, you have another kid. She's sick. We'll do what we can to be in her life. And mm-hmm. fucking they, every time she was going to go to like a Disney World or something like that, he would literally give her his entire paycheck. He said to Dee Dee, like, you can't work. Like you're taking care of Gypsy this whole time. Like you need... I'll give you whatever I can. Like he was getting by on the bare minimal wow, so that he so could give. Could. He was saying that, and you know what? This was in the early 2000s in Louisiana. So I don't know what the going wage was, but he was giving her like $1,200 a month. Wow. Right? Wow. Yeah. So, Wild. So yeah, Chrissy, and she was like, she was also like so nervous. You could see that it was like, she was so scared to go into Gypsy's parole hearing. And, of course, you know, because she really had to do what she did, she was able to get out on her earliest release date, which was December 28th of 2023. So, while she was in prison, she began a romance with a man named Ryan. (laughs) He had written her because he had a friend who was a girl, and she was going to write another inmate. I can't remember who it was, but it was... Somebody who had notoriety somehow. Oh. And so she was like, I'm going to write so-and-so. And he's like, well, okay, you write him and I'll write Gypsy Rose. Oh, yeah. Weird hall pass. He always, well, they were friends. It wasn't like. It was swap. 
Oh, oh God. Oh. So, you know, Gypsy ended up writing him back and the two struck up a romance. Gypsy said that he stood out from the others because he was from Louisiana. All right. <laughs> and, well, she was from Louisiana. Oh, Her dad okay. lived in Louisiana. Britney so, Spears from Louisiana. No, she's not. She's not? No. Oh. Where's she from? <laughs> I don't know. I thought she was from Louisiana. Uh, who knows? Hey, Sari. Where's, mm-hmm. where's Britney Spears from? This plays a cuckoo clock. Britney Spears was born in Macomb, Mississippi. No, not Louisiana. That's for sure. <laughs> it could be fucking Minnesota or all oh, yeah, these other maybe, places because yeah, it's right. just anything with an M. I'm anyway. like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I feel like I have to say this. I know a lot of people are a bit put off by Gypsy right now because, you know, she's all about hopping online and talking about her husband's fire D. You know, she's doing tons of <laughs> interviews. Like, she's not leaving anything to the imagination. She's capitalizing a lot off of her crime. I, yeah, I struggle with that. I, I did push back on it at first. I thought it was a little too much. It might have been you that was that said, because I was talking with the wrestling, she's just trying to live her life and make up for lost times. So that really stuck with me. And, it's true, and now though. when I see her, I see it in a different light now. Well, you have to think of like, there's so many things that can stunt a child. And it's like, she really didn't get until 33 to live her life. And it's like, think of all the fucking shitty, stupid things and like how boisterous we, well, I know I was as like a teenager. Like I just wanted to like, you know, be the loudest one and though, you know, and I think that's kind of what she's doing now as an adult in her Mm thirties. She's essentially missed all these years. I think that, all things considered, she's doing pretty good. <laughs> and and with very few exceptions, you got to think every time she's doing an interview, they're paying her. And, yeah. And she doesn't have a job and she doesn't have it. And I'm not faulting her or the, you know, I, not news organ. It's Access Hollywood and Extra right. that are paying her for these. I'm sure Lifetime has some sort of deal with the doc. But I think that it's part income and part, I think she just wants her story told. Yeah, for sure. She has to get herself out there, right? Like people, she said that half of the people out there right now think of her as a victim and half the people out there think of her as a murderer. And she says, wow, she says one thing that everybody needs to know is yes, I did plead, you know, second degree, but I didn't murder anybody. Mm -hmm. I didn't do, I wasn't even in the same room, Mm -hmm. but you know, she, I think she's very self-aware. She has said the entire time that she was in prison, that she was so wrecked by the mere thought of people disliking her or talking about her badly. Like it was all consuming for Mm -hmm. her. But now she's at a point in her life where she's like, fuck off. Like, I don't, I really don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. She completed her GED while in prison. She and her husband would like to start a family and have children. She wants to have a relationship with her dad and Christy, who she now calls mom because she was more oh, of a real it? mother than Dee Dee ever was. Mm-hmm. And she said that she hopes to use this window of time where she has the spotlight. Like, she's she's well aware that this is her 15 minutes. Yeah. She wants to become an advocate for other children who may be experiencing the same thing that she went through. Uh, she said the doctors do not learn a lot about Munchausen by proxy or fictitious disorder opposed on another uh, when they're in school. It said that there's a paragraph in textbook, but aside from that, they're pretty limited to the knowledge that they have and what signs that they should be looking for. And one last thing that I did want to mention about Dee Dee is it's believed by many that when Dee Dee's mother, Emma, was 59, she passed away. And it is believed throughout the family that Dee Dee was starving her mother and that led up to her death. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. This is believed by the family, and there are there's no other proof. Mm-hmm. But also during a time when Dee Dee and Gypsy were living with that piece of shit grandfather and his wife, whose name was Laura May, Laura fell very ill. She was in bed for nine months and nearly lost her life. 
While out in the garage one day, Gypsy was very young, and she pointed to a large bag of Roundup weed killer, and she said to her cousin and her grandfather, oh, that's the vitamin that my mom gives to Laura May. Oh, God. So it's likely that Dee Dee was also trying to kill her stepmother, which she had a very bad relationship with. Mm. Couldn't have slipped some weed killer in Pops as uh I mean, or yourself, eh? you fucking lunatic. <laughs> yeah, either one. So personally, I believe that it was only going to be a matter of time before she ended up killing Gypsy. And that's that. That is the case of Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Wow. Um, okay. I got a question for you. Is it? Can I do a fourth episode? Because yes, I will. <laughs> I'm going to do just one on her husband's D. It's- Here's what I want. <laughs> Here's what I want. I want Gypsy Rose versus Celebrity Boxing. Natalia Grace. Oh, my God. Come on. Right? That's Gypsy's got that. That's I don't know, but Natalia's scrappy. You know what? Gypsy's so And Natalia's tiny. probably 40. <laughs> She's either 6 or 40. No <laughs> one knows. <laughs> but Gypsy, oh, God. And bless her, because I think she's so sweet. But when I was watching her testify against Nick Godejohn mm-hmm. because she's so tiny. Like, I think she's only like 4'10 or 4'11, mm-hmm. but she's sitting in her little chair and then they were like, everybody stand for the honorable, whatever. And she stands and it's, like, it's the same Come on. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think this whole story is so bad and wild. And even since we started talking about it to now, my not whole outlook, but it's it's definitely changed from, yeah, she should have done fucking 10 years to, I mean, if this was a physical, if, if this was, there was more evidence yeah. of a physical assault every time she was harmed, I do not think a jury, especially in those southern states, would ever convict anybody for doing a little southern justice. But you know what they said, too, is like Christy said that when they went over to... uh to like clean up Dee Dee's house, like when all this came out, everything was fucking chaos. So Miranda Lambert wrote them a check, like a handwritten check, right? Mm. I guess when they cashed it, they still had the check as like a, you know. Oh, yeah. And they just found it on the floor. Like it was just like oh, in a heap of garbage. Like it was just a thing. You know what I mean? Like, the, But when they went to the medicine cabinet, fucking everything pristine meticulously like organized and everything everything. and it was like it was just walls and walls of different types of pills and whatnot like and you know what the thing is too like and i you know i think we joked around a little bit about Dee's weight but like i and i don't want to sound mean about that but like she was freely eating Anything she wanted. I know. And your kid's got a feeding tube. And she's just, she's getting fucking pablum through this tube. And you're just probably eating like the most delicious foods. like Or smell, or even even McDonald's, the smell of that paper bag. Anything. Oh, that's, that is psychological torture. Like when I go home to my New Mexican lover that owns that restaurant. Yes. When he comes home, just the smell permeating off of his. (laughs) His apron. Sweaty. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I'm in though. I'm in all the way. Oh, I <laughs> like, love it. Sign me the fuck up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's that. And um, if you made it this far, guys, and like wow. you are our people, because that was a lot of fucking wow nonsense that nobody asked for. <laughs> okay. Do you think Gypsy's going to get on like cameo, OnlyFans, celebrity boxing? Here's like- the thing is, I think that her husband is. Um, 
like he seems like a good guy. I don't know. I think ton. he's keeping her good. at bay. Like he, I like that. He's very. She would try to. So she was engaged also when she was in jail to another guy named Ken. Oh, and um, right up until she was released, she was telling Ryan like, oh, "I'm still in love with Ken, and like I can't get over him, and like I can't marry you because I'm so in love with him." And he mm. was like, "Okay, well, you need to fucking figure yourself out. Like, if you're in love with him, then like." You should Don't not. Marry me. There's, there's one thing that she was like. He was like, "You need to figure your life out." She goes, "Well, why are you saying that?" He goes, "Cause we're getting married in twelve <laughs> days," and it's like. But she even said that like she was trying to push him as far as she could get him and like see if he would still come back. And that's what he kept saying to her. He was like, "You know what? You're trying to get rid of me, and if you want me to go, then I'll go. But like when you need me, I'll still be here." Listen. There is a beautiful, a beautiful poet. I think it's Quit Playing Games with My Heart. I think that's the name of the song. And uh, do you know the song? By the Backstreet Boys? Did I say poet? My, I meant poets. My dad actually Plural. has a, his very own rendition, which is ironic that we were talking about his colonoscopy earlier, because my dad would sing Quit Playing Games with My Fart. Oh, my God. I know what you're thinking. He was that a DJ, though, so he kind of had... <laughs> He was so inclined. Did he cut one in front of those lady nurses, though? Just a little. Oh sweeter. my god, that's so rude. <laughs> and we haven't talked to my grandma since she's emancipated my herself. Heavens, <laughs> your fa- grandfather broke so much wind. Friendly ladies. <laughs> oh god, can you imagine the people that are still listening right now? Like, oh, guys, what you else all. do you have going on? I love you all. I do. It's it's kind of fun. Like you're sexually attracted to all the people that are still listening right now. Yes. Okay. Without any exception. Okay. I think that you're all beautiful. You're beautiful. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, we got to call. Good night. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>